Hello and welcome to the Simply podcast. I'm Aish Rajavelu, content executive here at Simply. Today, we're speaking to Steve and Cindy Crescenzo, founders of Crescenzo Communications. Steve and Cindy have been in the comms space for over 20 years and have worked with and trained thousands of communicators. They're consultants who work with IC professionals to take the corporate out of corporate comms and replace it with creative. Steve and Cindy will be speaking at our event, Simply EXP, in November, and we'll also run a training work. Let's get started then. Thank you both so much for uh, for joining me on the Simply podcast again. Um, so for those who missed your episode of Comms Across Continents, can you tell us a little bit about yourselves, please? Sure. Well, um, I started Crescenzo Communications about 24 years ago. My wife and business partner and, and better half and better person and better everything <laughs> um, started, six, joined me 16 oh, years gosh, ago. Gosh, I think it's 16, very 16, close to 17 now. 17 years. Nuts of, to think about. Wait, when were we married? We were married in 2005. We were married first and then started working together first? Yes. Okay, so about 17 years. About 17 years yeah. now. We try to not think about it too much. <laughs> yeah, good Lord. Uh, and we basically do um, employee communications consulting all over the world. You know, we've worked with companies as big as Lockheed Martin and McDonald's, down to little healthcare companies and ad agencies and things like that. And we do it all. We 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 do everything from full-blown communication audits with focus group surveys, executive interviews, vehicle analysis. We do content creation. We do internal brand campaigns. We do uh, a lot of coaching. We teach a lot of workshops and writing and. Cindy teaches a lot of workshops and measurement and communication planning. So between the two of us, we, we can cover the waterfront. Anything you want to add? I think you covered it all. I mean, that's everything we do. So, um, yeah, we, we, I absolutely love it. We are, have always been incredibly passionate about employee communications because of if you do it really right, it's amazing the effects it has on the organization as a whole. So it's really cool to be a part of that. You know, I come at it from the content side because I'm a former journalist and a writer, a content creator. Cindy was the former marketing director for the Chicago Symphony Orchestra. So she comes at it from the audience research part, the yep. focus groups, the audience segmentation, audience uh, personas, that whole thing. And between the two of us, you know, we can be creative and strategic at the same time, which is kind of what we do. It's kind of what we're known for, I think, in the industry is bringing, bringing both those things to the table, creativity and strategic content absolutely so you have worked with like and trained thousands of communicators uh do you have any advice uh or anything that you kind of wish that you knew before you guys went into comms oh boy ah um i think uh, maybe, if maybe the... don't go into business with the person you're married to <laughs> no i'm kidding <laughs> that's a joke we love each other you very are welcome much. to leave the company anytime we, uh, <laughs> i am the ceo of the i'm not leaving no, that was a joke. Uh, we make it work. And it's wonderful. Um, I would say just you know, really don't lose track of your writing skills. Uh, no matter what, how how you go up in the organization, being an effective writer is still critical. It's still critical. I don't care if you're doing more multimedia or you're writing for social media or you're still just writing for newsletters and intranets or you know whatever you're doing. You know, writing skills are still the foundation of all good communication. And unfortunately, what I'm seeing is as younger communicators come into the workforce, they, they don't have that writing background. Um, they're not, you know, f there's a lot of mid-level to senior level former journalists who come in that have it, but a lot of the younger folks coming in that I'm coaching, that I'm working with directly one-on-one, -on -one, I don't see that writing background. Uh, and it's breaking my heart literally because that's, that's, that's the bread and butter of what we do. So my advice, and I'm sure Cindy has different advice, would be hone up those writing skills, 
and do not let yourself get sucked into the morass that is corporate communications. Because you're going to come in there young and you're going to come in there hot. You're going to come in there heavy. You're going to come in there creative and creative juices bubbling out of your eyeballs. And you will get smacked down by the approval process. You will get smacked down by politics. You'll get smacked down by internal clients. You'll get smacked down by executives who are afraid to try anything creative or new. And you'll just get beaten down to the point where you're just writing for the approver. You're just going to write for whoever is going to approve your copy or whoever's going to approve the video. And you'll start just churning out bad corporate communications, which is about 50% of what we see out there. It's just not effective, too long, too formulaic, too corporate, too stiff, too formal. Uh, go in there knowing that companies are changing in that regard and that they are looking to stand out more in their communications. They don't want to be cookie cutter corporate anymore. Uh, so that'd be my advice. Hang out to that creative juice, um, hone your writing skills, and don't be afraid to buck the tiger. Don't be afraid to, you know, stand up and say, this isn't working. And the reason you can say this isn't working is because of what Cindy does. So I'll exactly. turn it over to Cindy. And I, that's exactly what I was going to say. Just, you know, over the years, just working in so many different organizations, especially in internal communications, I think communicators, unfortunately, hear the word no more than any other professional. No, we can't do that. No, we don't have the budget. No, you can't have more resources. No, you can't do it that way. That's not the way we always do it. Um, you, you just can't take no for an answer. And um, don't be afraid to really be proud and really demonstrate the power of the skill that we all have as communicators. And uh, I think that too oftentimes we don't toot our own horns. You know, we don't, we, we're always, um, you know, I do audits obviously for a living. I go in and I, I figure out what's working and what's not. What gets reported out 99.9% .9 of the time is what's not working. Um, we always encourage our communicators to also report out what is working. What do you guys do? You got to make sure and continually educate your internal clients about the power of good internal communications. And obviously you do that with the research that you're hopefully doing on a consistent basis. And if you're not, it's never too late to start. But if you can just go out and really tell your own story as a communicator inside your organization's walls, it is incredibly powerful. And the communicators that finally take the time to do that are the ones that find themselves with a growing role inside their organizations. They are seen as a strategic partner instead of a communication order taker, which is what we're always trying to push people to get to. What are some of the biggest um, challenges that you're seeing in the comm space currently and with your clients? And what are some of the biggest mistakes that people are making with, with their comms? Do you, want, do you want me to go? I'll go. I'll go. You go, Steve. All right, I'll go. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think COVID um, represented, it's unfortunate wording, but there's no nice way to say it. COVID was a big opportunity for communications because we really stepped up to the front. Our leaders needed us, our employees needed us. We were the bridge between them. We were the ones that were dispensing crucial information. We were the ones showing our leaders to be transparent and human and what everybody needed back then when we were shut down. And we really stepped up to the front and a lot of us answered the bell. A lot of us came out swinging and really improved our game and upped our game. And the mistake I'm seeing now is that we're letting leaders and we're letting other folks inside the organization slip back into the same old, same old. We have a couple clients now where they just got their first um, surveys back, engagement surveys, um, employee surveys yearly. They just got their first results back since kind of COVID died down. 
and they're abysmal. They're awful. During COVID, believe it or not, um, leadership numbers were up, credibility numbers were up, employee comms was up, because we were clicking on all cylinders, man. We, we we were we were slicing through the approval process. We had to get news out fast. We didn't have time to sit around and get 18 lawyers to sign off on something. We had to get it out. Our leaders had to be transparent. They had to be human. They they were doing Zoom calls and team calls from their from their home office wearing you know, track suits and jogging suits, and they, they, they became very human and real. And now they're re- we're allowing them to retreat back into their corner. So one of the things we're fighting with with our, with our clients and, and, and their bosses are, we've got to keep that level of communication where it was. Otherwise, it's going to be seen as a takeaway. And that's a shame to lose that much ground. Absolutely. And I think the other big um, risk area out there is Again, COVID has forced us all into this this mindset that everything is technology based. Um, we can't lose the human touch. We can't. We cannot lose the ability to just talk to each other, have conversation. And yes, that might have to be over computer now at times, which is fine. Uh, you know, but everything should not be all focused just digital communication solutions. Like you've got to think about that connection. Um, even if it is over a computer, how are you going to look as human and authentic as possible? How are you going to have actual conversations that aren't scripted? Those are the things that really connect people. And I think um, now, since every organization literally looks so different than the next, as far as like who's on site, who's off site, how often does it rotate out? Um, some people are doing it hundred percent, everyone's back in the office now, you know, everything is so different. We've got to really think about how communications can strengthen or reestablish the connection between that we have with each other working for the organizations that we do. And I think uh, just people sometimes just get into the habit of like posting things digitally or, you know, I'll just post this in teams. I'll post this on the internet. Um, I'll publish this here. All good. Obviously, we have to do all of that. Let's not forget about the personal conversations that have to happen in order for employees to really feel connected. And I would, I would, um, I would uh, add on. I would not disagree with Cindy because I've learned not to disagree with mm, Cindy that's over a the years. Wrong move. I would not disagree with her. But I would add on that while she's exactly right that the human element still has to be there in one way, shape, or another. Um, the other mistake people are making is not realizing how advanced these digital tools have gotten. That's true. As far as personalization, customization, allowing you to send the right message to a targeted audience, the right message to easily post online content without having to go through IT. The reason that, you know, give people an internet page or a mobile, you know, platform where it's customized for their needs and what they've signed up for. And, you know, we're getting closer to be able to mirror or mimic what happens in the real world with your Amazons and your Googles and your Netflix and your where they know who you are through AI and they know who you are and, and they cater the content to you. We can do that now with some of these new tools. So to a lot of our clients, we're just waking up to that now and they're still just doing intranets. It's really exciting. Pushing email out to people mm-hmm. and they're doing old school technology where, you know, that's, that's going to look, it looks bad now and it's going to look worse and worse as years to come as everybody gets on this that's true. digital bandwagon. That is, yeah, that's really, really insightful. Um, so you have been in the comm space for over 20 years. Um, what would you say your key learnings have been so far? 
Well, there's been a there's been a couple of big evolutions, I would say. Number one, when I came in, it was corporate communications almost universally equaled bad communications. Like I, I said earlier, it was a very stiff and formal and safe, and everyone sounded the same, and everyone wrote the same, and everybody was optimizing this and leveraging that and implementing this and synergizing with that over there and, and uh, shifting core competencies and changing paradigms, you know, all this crap language. Um, I would say that there's been a big movement, and I think it was driven by social media, to be honest, uh, where everybody everybody became a publisher, everybody started writing, and people on social media write pretty much the way they talk. So I've seen a, I've seen a big improvement in, for lack of a better word, the language of, of corporate communication. It's more, people are using their weekend words, uh, not their corporate words. They're using the words they use with their family. Uh, so that's been a big evolution. During COVID, we saw a big evolution towards leaders being more available, more transparent, more human. Uh, admitting, I don't know, was a big thing during COVID. Leaders for the first time had to admit, I don't know what the future looks like right now. I don't know if we're going to be hybrid. I don't know if we're going to be all... That was a big step for them. They typically don't say that. They typically hide behind things and don't ever admit they don't know anything. Uh, that Those two things, and of course, obviously, the, the digital revolution. Uh, you know, when I came in 24 years ago, I, I'd spend every morning, first morning, going through my big stack of print employee publications. That was a long time ago. Yeah, was, I mean, my, our old apartment... <laughs> A while ago, had stacks of them everywhere. I mean, I used to do furniture. I'd put my beer down on a stack of employee publications. Um, you don't see any of those anymore. There's still some good print out there, but and print is, I think, making a little bit of a comeback. But that's another topic. Um, those are my big changes: is the shift to technology, leaders becoming more more human, more transparent, and the, the writing and the content is getting better. We still got a long way to go, but it has improved dramatically. The creativity aspects have improved dramatically over the last 24 years. Yeah, I think my number one aha moment over the years, all these long, long years, is um, don't assume. You can never assume. And that's why it's super important to go out and talk to your audiences as much as you possibly can to really understand the differences between your segments, their needs, what they want to do, uh, what they need to do, that type of thing. You know, there's so many times I've gone into organizations and they've got, you know, the majority of their um, employees are nurses. They, they don't, they're not in front of a computer and it's always, we can't, we can't do anything digitally with them because they're never behind a computer. It's got, we've got to think about huddles. We've got to think about print. We've got to think about bulletin boards. Yes, we do have to do all of that, but nine times out of 10, you go out and talk to those employees and you really understand what's it like to be in their shoes for the day, to be their role for a day to really put yourself in their frame of mind. And it's amazing how much those communicators would have missed out on had they just followed the belief, nurses won't check a computer. They will if the content's right. And that, that's the difference, right? So it's just really taught me over the years to just go into every organization with a clean, open mind and to really let the employees do the talking and really focus on listening to them, really understanding every company is different, um, every segment is different, and their needs will change over time, which is why we have to consistently have a way to listen to them. But if you go in with an open mind and just really hear what they're saying, I think those always produce the most solid, um, successful communication plans. Hey, and um, you are going to be speaking at Simply EXP. 
Um, what are you going to be talking about? And what are you looking forward to about the event? Oh my gosh, looking seeing forward, people. looking forward to seeing <laughs> people, looking forward to London, looking yes. forward to being human again, looking Yay. forward to talking to somebody other than her. Um, <laughs> always have, we always have a great time at the Sipley events. I, sure think they, I think they're the best in the business. Um, I, they, they always have such great speakers, great case studies. We'll be talking about comms in general. Um, some trends. Things, some things talk about trends. We'll talk about trends and what we're seeing. Uh, some of the stuff we did not cover yet today, but um, we're talking about that. We're also teaching our our full day workshop on the Wednesday after the conference. Yes, where the we're employee communication masterclass. A masterclass where we've taught that all around the world, five right. of seven continents, and we're super excited about that. Um, haven't done a full day in a while, so we're excited about it. Yep. And uh, just being at the conference and being able to network again in person, face to face, and you know, hearing the other speakers, and you know, we always learn so much at Simply. Absolutely. And um, then then teaching our workshop, which is hopefully going to sell out and um, have a great crowd in there, and then yeah. go out for drinks afterwards. Can't wait to be in London again. It's been forever, so we're we're ready to go. And yeah, I can't I can't wait to to meet you guys in person because I've actually not done that yet. Right. Good. Screen. That's crazy. Right, and the computer screen adds 50 pounds. I'm actually 50 pounds lighter than I look. <laughs> Lee, thank you so much for being uh, on the podcast, guys. Oh my and, God. Uh, yeah, great to see you again. Thanks for having it's us. So great to see you.